Sweet. I pull this card up. Oh, um, where'd he go? I'm here. Oh, he's there. He's there. <laughs> I'm trying to save. He's bandwidth. making me nervous. He makes me <laughs> <himself> nervous. <laughs> A lot of people say I make them nervous when the camera's on. Yeah, I, I got fine. the I got the card up in front of me as well. So we'll kind How of. How do you know that's what that. I have up? Uh, you literally just said, "Let me pull the card up." Oh. <laughs> how much? How much you smoked uh, so far tonight? I haven't had any. I'm trying to set this. <laughs> that's up. the problem. <laughs> I'm still frazzled from those Mexican chicks grabbing my titties. Uh, yeah, that sounds hot as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. They were hot a little as backwards, fuck. though. <laughs> you know? Not when you got titties. You don't know what that shit's like, man. Uh, Come on. I, you're right. You're right. Uh, as a as a gentleman with fucking bull rings hanging from his nipples, I'm sure you know what it feels like if someone's rubbing them things, brother. So, question. <laughs> why are you looking at my nipples? I only know this because you said you it. You said it. You were like, people make fun of me because I got nipple piercings. They call them door knockers. I, I said had. I said had. You just assume that I still have them. You don't still got them? No, I still got them. Not yeah, taking those shit out. It fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I still got them. He said, what? He goes, why are you looking at my nipples? Says the guy who takes his shirt off and <laughs> gets in his underwear. With no clothes and on. His underwear and <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to look. You could be making eye contact with me. You don't want to look at me up and down. That's why it says envy me on my ass. If you know what it says, you were looking at my ass. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think I got the whole idea for the name of the podcast? I was checking out your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you listen close, the guy in the beginning of the show is like the Envy Me Pod ass. Yes, that's All what right. he said. Boys, can you just, just, you can talk. Just don't yell, please. Yeah, right. Keep it down. Fucking ingrates. After four years of being removed from the public eye, Chris Envy, the fearless leader of Dynasty Wrestling, is once again making his return to the professional wrestling world. This is the Envy Me Podcast. This is the Envy Me Podcast. Taking you through the rise, fall, and rise again of one of the Northeast's most respected pros. From in the <laughs> ring to out of the ring. Brace yourself to hear some of the most insane stories ever told. And you'll get them. Right from the source. Real, real, raw, raw, unfiltered. This is Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. Co-hosted by Travis Manning. Now, here he is. This is Chris Envy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. I'm Travis Manning, alongside producer Ryan, and we have the Chris Envy. What's up, guys? What's going on, Chris? How are, How are you? you doing? I'm very heel envy today. Very, very much heel envy. Yeah? Why are you yeah. feeling so heelish? I'm because I signed up for just... a weight loss contest. Shut up. I signed <laughs> I signed up for a weight loss contest <laughs> with like eighteen hundred other people. And you're gaining? Thirty five bucks. No, I'm I'm fasting. I'm trying to eat better and I'm not like and you engorging to, myself. And you managed chips. to come in eighteen hundred and first? Bro, we're talking about Weight loss. Why are you even talking? So I'm 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 in a shitty mood. 
Um, so this podcast is going to be a little normal. Uh, I'm fasting right now. Um, <laughs> I, I cannot eat from five o'clock in the morning until five o'clock at night, which isn't a big deal, but I snack throughout the day. Like I'll have a, a beach bar or I'll have a Lara bar or something throughout the day. I'll have uh, a recover shake. Now I don't, I just drink. Enormous you are of 145 more. pounds. Why are you fasting? So two reasons. One, uh, I'm unhappy with my stomach, so that doesn't count. I signed up for a contest that cost me $35, um, and you have to lose 4% of your body weight in a month. So this is we're go we're in week three right now. I have till February February fifth. I have to lose seven pounds. I don't think I've lost any. I lost one the first week, and I was pretty on track. And then that weekend, uh, we had pizza at work, and then my birthday, so I had a piece of cake, and we went to Hooters. So I don't. I might be up. I might. Dude, be I'm not gonna. Not gonna lie, you sent me that shit, and. As I got the message from you with the link for it, I was eating, I think, Taco Bell. And I looked at the Taco Bell and I looked at my phone and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You you, you pay thirty five you pay thirty five dollars to enter and you have to take a picture of the scale with your feet on it and then a full body shot of you on the scale. So you can't really cheat. I mean, there are ways to cheat, but don't don't be a dick. You pay thirty five bucks to, to see enter. That. There's like 1,800 people that have entered, and not everybody makes it. So you get a cut of that prize, which is like, I don't know, $200,000 if all you got to do is lose 4%. So if I lose 7 pounds, I mean, I just won't eat next week at all because that's healthy. Yeah, yeah, and we will not do the podcast next week because <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to a, a starving Chris Envy. Uh, no, I'm eating. I, I eat. Like, I, I have a, a beach bar before work, and I have my pre-workout because I go to the gym before work, and then I just drink a lot of water throughout the day, and I have a salad when I get home, and then whatever Ash makes for dinner. Pulled pork, tacos. <coughs> but, I try to avoid pasta, but... Pussy. Whatever. Well, low, no um, calories. Oh, you, <laughs> not, you're calling right. me one, or you say that's what I eat? <laughs> That's what you're sounding like. Let's dive okay, right into some okay. wrestling talk <laughs> because the biggest, at least the biggest WWE show of the year happened this week. Raw turned 30 years old. And you know what? Props to WWE because they put on, pro not probably, the best Raw of the year. It is January, so it's not hard. But it was fucking awesome. Well done. Well done. <laughs> and so Chris uh, is a, a real shitty wrestling fan. He really only got through, you know, a small portion of the show. But, you know, so we're going to kind of break down not the whole show, but the first few segments. The show kind of kicked off like Chris Envy does on this podcast with uh, with Hulk Hogan. What? Cutting in and out on his microphone. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> this man. He thought great you were going to be like, first of all. Off like Chris Envy on the show, be a racist. <laughs> I was like, where, where are we going with that? <laughs> Is this Bubba the Love Sponge? Uh, yeah, so, so that is probably my biggest 
gripe with the way Raw 30 went down was the start of the show. Hulk Hogan came out. He had he had a little pop, but my whole thing with that is when you think Raw, when you think Monday Night Raw, there's not a single fucking person that thinks Hulk Hogan. No way. No way. Who, who do you think about when you hear the term Monday Night Raw? Oh, that's a good question. I like that. Stone Cold, Triple H, Undertaker, DX. Exactly. How about this? If, let's say, boom, they do the, the Raw intro and the fucking glass breaks. Philadelphia is on fire. That place is going nuts. Or you hear that Bret Hart music hit. Granted, you know, Bret Hart, he he, would have done the Hulk Hogan thing. Come out quick and get the fuck out of there. Right. But still. But the nostalgia of hearing that music on Raw 30. Yep. Those guys made Raw. In in the late 90s, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you know, Austin, The Rock, Blue Meanie. You know, like, <laughs> okay, uh, like, you I know, guess. like, but, but those guys, when I think raw, I think those guys, I've never once thought Hulk Hogan, even when Hulk came back in 2002, 2003, whatever, he was on raw a little bit with NWO, but then he was a SmackDown guy. Yeah. You know, it made no yep. fucking sense. He's just there to sell t-shirts. Yeah. And then his mic cuts out repeatedly and you could tell yeah. the, the crowd knew like, you know, every... He didn't know what was going on, but they knew. And then WWE's production is amazing, but they fucked up because they sent a dude out in camera view right behind him, snuck back out, and then ran over and held the mic in the camera shot. Like, take them, take the new mic <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> He's too busy flexing. Hey. Listen, I've never been a Hogan fan ever. Not in his prime. Well, I don't know if I was alive during his prime, but not when no. I was a kid. Now, I mean, I'm old, but he's older. <laughs> yeah, you're so, right. Uh, I didn't like him in NWO. I, I've never oh. liked Hogan. No, See, I like NWO. I didn't like Hogan. Yeah, I wasn't a Hulkamaniac, but Hollywood Hogan. No, because I, I, so you I don't enjoy his tonight? style of wrestling. Like, the guy's wearing fucking gloves and he rakes your back. It doesn't make yeah. sense. <laughs> no, but what, what he was really great at <clears throat> was selling suspend t-shirts. the disbelief for a minute. And, you know, he always had the crowd in the palm of his hand, whether it was as a face and everybody loved him or as a heel and everybody fucking hated him. Yeah. He, he, oh, he I hated controlled him. the crowd better than better than most in the history of wrestling. All right. I'll give you that. I just didn't enjoy like on the mic. OK, like, OK, my take on the 30th. All right, I'm not going to get into it yet. We'll get there. I enjoy him on the microphone. I do not enjoy him once he puts the spandex on. I, he's never entertained me in the ring. I, I'll give you that. He was, you know, we we had the Hogan talk before. He, he he is what he is when it comes to him in the ring. But you know, so they brought Hogan out. He did his quick little, you know, hype the crowd up. The, the same bullshit. He was out there with Jimmy Hart. Um, so it's cool nostalgia, but it is what it is. You you know. You get what you get with Hogan, but after Jimmy Hart that, was that dynasty, yeah, he was. how was that? Yeah, talk was, on that before we go into the next one. Um, we had him at our first diamond, second diamonds are forever show where we crowned our first ever champion, and he was he was awesome. He didn't want to do anything in the ring. I don't know if that was a contractual thing. 
Um, I believe Scott Wilder brought him in, who's always been a great dude. Um, but he was awesome. Took pictures with everybody. Super excited to be there. He tweeted about it. I share it every once in a while when it shows up in my, ta- in my timeline, but he was awesome. So, so good. Easy to work with. Yeah. I've heard he's, he's amazing. What did you have him do on the show? Nothing. He didn't want to do anything in front of the cameras. Oh, so you, so oh, he you just, just signed pictures you... and autographs. Oh. So really he wasn't yeah. on Dynasty. Uh, no, you're a dick and he was people. there <laughs> and on our flyer. <laughs> we put his picture on our flyer. That counts. <laughs> I'll, I'll let that one slide. All right. So after Hogan and uh, Mr. Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, after they won and dragged their asses to the back, we had the bloodline. Hold on. Real professional. He like read his lips. He goes, I got to do the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. All right. So after Hogan and Jimmy Hart went to the back, we had the bloodline come out. They were holding, what was it? A trial? What, trial. What did they call it? it was- the trial of Sami Zayn. Yes. Tribal court. And it was, I will admit it. That was the most entertaining raw has been for me in a long time to the point where I had to text you and be like, now this is good. (laughs) This is good. Yeah. I dude, the bloodline is by far the best thing that WWE has going for them. I agree. I agree. For one reason. I'll let you give me, give me your, uh, your thoughts on why, and, I'm sure our opinions. Well, I'm align. sure we're in agreement. I th- anybody who likes this current storyline is is in agreement. It's unparalleled. I can't think back to another story that's been nine months in the making. Nine months, and every single episode, we're like, "What's going to happen? Who's going to turn? Who's going to destroy this?" I mean, never. I can't. maybe there's been one, but I it wasn't good enough for me to remember. So. The story's incredible, and it's all. Let me just Sammy. say, Sammy Zayn is the fucking goat, dude. He is agreed. agreed. Amazing. You know, we talk about, you know, what I just said with Hogan about getting the crowd behind you. No matter what he does, that crowd is fucking behind him. Yeah. Yep. You know, they think he's out. They're shitting all over the bloodline. They know he's in. The bloodline, it, they're fucking going crazy. Yeah. The, the my, dude my, can do no wrong right now. And I'm going to give an opinion. It's just <clears throat> my opinion. And I know Ryan will probably have something to say. I think Sami Zayn is the best thing in wrestling right now and the most over thing in wrestling right now. I put him above MJF right now with the way the crowd reacts to him and just his overall work in the ring out of the ring, on the mic, behind the scenes, backstage, everything. The dude doesn't miss. I see your face. I see your face puckering up. Give me your thoughts on it then. If you don't agree with that, I'd love to to hear why. No, no, no. no, I'm talking talking to this guy. Well, I don't see touch holes camera, so I don't know. You don't see me? No. I'm offended. How tan are you? I've been here gazing into your eyes this whole time. I no, thought you were looking back. I, I thought we had a thing. No. I thought I was like, ooh, he'll envy about to face me. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> nice play on words. That was well done. <laughs> but um no, I mean, I don't I just don't think he's like the best thing in wrestling right now, but I think he's amazing. I think he's phenomenal. I think who 
I think I don't watch WWE ever, but last night with it being Raw 30 and like the show before the Royal Rumble, I was like, you know what? We're gonna give uh, we're gonna give Tara Rising a, a shot here. And, what story and would you put on. above that? Are we ta- are we talking about the story or are we talking about Sami Zayn? Well, the, I mean, he is the story. No, yeah, the story is him being part the of the story. Family. Doesn't work without all the pieces. That what I watched last night would not have worked without all those pieces. I, I agree. I can't speak but... on the rest of it. I can't speak on the last nine months. I don't watch the show, but what I watched last night made me kind of wish I did. I can tell you right now, if you have seen the way the story progressed and has unfolded. I do I mean, know, I know do, the, how it's played out. I know that he wants to be in the squad and, and the two, the two brothers but, were reluctant and they kind of treat him like shit, but then they kind of started to come around to him. And now he's the honorary ooze and he came up with the oozy thing and that got super over. I'm aware. Dude, but like not some, you know, let's give WWE the props too, because the way that, you know, but I'm, you I'm can giving... swap him out with any other like. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. You can, no, you can't. You can. Yes, you can. You can literally swap him out. You're not letting me finish what you can swap him out with. No, no, no. I didn't no, say no. just anybody. You can swap him out with any other. Actually, you did. No, I didn't. With any other. <laughs> with any other. With any other likable underdog <laughs> character. I don't think you can because I can. name another person that that could do it the way Sammy has done it. Yeah. It's it's Sammy himself that has made that underdog character. Yes, the story would work, but I don't think it would have worked to the extent that this has. I mean, and but like I was saying, give WWE their props because look at when they were showing those videos. They have been taking footage like clearly they had this story mapped out because there's footage from months ago. That they used to build up this yeah. segment. Yeah, I thought that was that's, great. That's awesome. Like it, 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 long-term storytelling doesn't happen anymore. No. It so you know to doesn't. see that. How do you that's say what that makes it. it doesn't happen anymore? When literally not, it's like I won't give it a high percentage, but like sixty-five percent of AEW stories are long-term stories. So you can't say nobody does that anymore. You can't say They're sixty-five when they up. hot shot a bunch of shit. You can hot shot whatever the fuck that means a bunch of shit and still um and still have other stories that have gone yeah. out for a long time. It took Hangman years to become the AEW champion. Yeah, but that doesn't. He shouldn't have got it. But it was all one right. story. Yeah, he should have. That's how the story was supposed to end. You just don't follow. But, the story. Where to, you guys don't. But where follow to go? Where to go? It went to him being the champ, and then he. Couldn't handle but, being oh, the champ. Okay. And it fucking fizzled out. Because that's part of Wait a minute. Story. Listen. What do you mean? If we're going to compare those two stories, look at Hangman's story when he was. <laughs> we're not comparing Hangman's story to the Sami Zayn thing. Because that's. You can't. It's not even close to. Uh, maybe it's, it's not. Ter- long term wise. We're, but as far I'm as the wrinkles the that they've thrown point. in here. You can't say that they don't. You can't say nobody does it if. Right, right, right. Are doing but, it. But look at all the wrinkles and how in-depth WWE's gone with this. And listen, I'm not a WWE fan. I prefer AEW over it right now, but the bloodline over everything else, over everything else. Um, After what the, I saw last night, wrinkles, I could agree with that. It started with just Reigns and the Usos, and mm-hmm. one of the Usos hated him. And then he starts to win him over and then solo comes into the picture. And then Paul is back in the picture and he's in, he's out. Like Travis said, like it's so well done. But with, we finish, with, finish up. with, with fake cowboy. It's, 
your friends turned on you. You're an alcoholic. You got killed by Joey Ryan, who's a peepee toucher, and now you won the championship. Like that's the wrinkles not there. How that happened, but okay. That's like, that's exactly chronologically how it happened. He got kicked out of the of all elite. He did the stupidest thing ever with Joey Ryan, where he's killed, and died, but well, with a phone. And then See, he comes back. Watch, and I don't, watch I don't know Joey Ryan. That is. Yes, you do. It's on being the elite. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Don't... See? See? You don't even defend your own product. <laughs> so, I, did that's I say how bad it is. Was my product? Did I say that was my product? Yes, you did when you put that music over our podcast. I did, that to yes, you did. <laughs> I did that to troll you because I know so, that you guys are the biggest Young Buck fans in the room. Yes. Yep. As but, long as there's a room can... of none. You're Chris and Travis Jackson. So... <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, if I can move like them, I'll take it. Because yeah, I'm, I'm moving. I'm, I'm moving a little slow these days. Um, Should have been fasting. But even <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but I mean, even even the Sammy story, like it goes just the way that they've handled the bloodline. Because even before Sammy was a part of it, that whole story has escalated from just Roman and Paul Heyman to yeah, right, you know he right. turned heel, then he's with Paul Heyman, then he brings. Jay along, then Jimmy's a part of, you know, then they're fighting with the brothers and, you know, that whole thing is just, it's kept evolving until Sammy became a part of it. And then it just added a layer, then solo. Like that has right, been right. honestly like a two year storyline. It's, it's been like eight wild. months, right? No, eight well, months since with, Sammy. With Sammy. Um, I but, didn't I mean, like that, it in the beginning. Sammy has really made me care. Right. He He's taken it to the next level. But you know, let's and you know. For let's, me, uh, let's give Roman his fucking say. flowers because no, fuck Roman. No, That's Roman's done a great job. He's a Roman fan. Is that he made he without him the story wouldn't work. Roman, anybody, but, not anybody, anybody like Sami Zayn can replace Sami Zayn, but that whole story and as good as it is, doesn't work without Roman. Dude, but Roman because he, yeah, yeah, for sure, he stepped up. It's believable. I sat there. This was a 15-minute segment on a three-hour show. I sat there on the couch with my 17-year-old son, who does not really watch wrestling like that, and uh, he watched the entire segment and was like, couldn't wait to see what the next part was. I was like, oh, yeah. Then it went to commercial, and I told him to go do his chores. But we don't watch wrestling like um, that anymore. Well, yeah. I feel like, you know, since well, we do a wrestling podcast. Yeah, we're going to need you to if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't mind. But let's not let's not hang too deep on that one segment because that led into a match um, where the Judgment Day came out. They, they showed the footage. Sami Zayn was spared for now. After that, it cut to break. They come back. Now they're having a match and the Judgment Day is coming out. I thought that they really fucked up the Judgment Day when they prematurely threw edge out and I'm not behind Finn Balor. I'm not behind Damian priest. I like Rhea Ripley, but I've, you know, there's a problem when her and Dominic are the best part of that group. And, and they're both. Yeah. <laughs> Dominic's Dominic not that fucking the, good. When her and Dominic are the best and worst part of the group at the same right, time. Right. Exactly. Because you know? he looks, cause he looks like a tall lesbian and she looks like Marilyn Monroe. No, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe would be nice. Wow. She looks like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> she, <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. That's my fucking point. So they have 
You know, it's the Usos against the Judgment Day. Um, it is Damian Priest and fucking uh, Dominic Mysterio. They they have their match, and it's for the titles. And Jimmy gets hurt. Was it Jimmy or was it Jay? One of them got hurt. It was the Can't one that the gets twins. pulled over for drinking and driving all the time? Oh, uh, Jimmy. Which one? <laughs> That's Jimmy. <laughs> You don't even know, right? So, <laughs> You're just guessing. <laughs> so he gets injured, and then I, you know, even the way they played that out was fucking great. So, you know, they're up. Uh, the match is over. I didn't like that they. Right? Did, I didn't like that they used. Well, maybe Chris, because Chris is a real wrestler, and we're not. So know your place, Travis. I've taken bumps. Granted, it was for two weeks, but. <laughs> but Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a universal thing, Chris, the throwing up the X thing? That's like a real thing, right? It is, but it's overused now where you want to throw a fake injury angle in there. You'll oh. they'll throw the X up there. I mean, yeah, I thought that was there are lame. other signals, but yeah, because they know there's fucking smart marks out there that they can try to fucking. Well, they got yeah. me because I was like, oh, man, this was a really this was oh, I felt bad. I, I like, thought oh, so when they first hurt. threw it up. And then as soon as they, as soon as Adam Pierce came out and they did that whole little thing and he's like, he's hurt, he's hurt. I'm like, oh, that's, that's not real. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I love the way they did it with Sammy's like, you know, let me in, let me in. It, yeah. If he's going to prove himself to Roman, you know, I, I feel like you got to put him in the match and he's so fucking good in the ring. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that whole segment from, you know, the trial to the match I know you didn't finish the match, Chris, but um, anything you want to say about, you know, the way that whole thing transpired? No, I thought it was really well done. Um, had I not known that part was coming through spoilers and the clips that I see on Bleacher Report, I would have turned the channel when Judgment Day came out. I am so not a fan. I don't like Finn Balor unless he's the demon. Uh I, Rhea is a badass, but does not need to be part of that unless she's fighting dudes. Um, Dominic should still be training somewhere. He's not ready. He is not mm-hmm. WWE. I take anybody off a dynasty roster and put him in his place. He's just not at the yeah. level that you should be to be a WWE. Um, I just don't, I don't like it. And then uh, Punishment Martinez is a big dude, and he's intimidating, but his moveset just doesn't – it's not scary for a big dude. Wait, that's not – wait, what, why did you call was him that? Man? Was that like his, his indie name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, and Ring of Honor. Cool, you know? Great yeah. dude. Punishment Great dude. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah, he's Puerto he's Rican. Fantastic, I but root for him all the time. He's fantastic, but I, I just don't – I just hate the way they've handled him because the dude is a fucking beast. Like – yeah, he's a big dude. You yeah, know, and- well, exactly. He's a big dude and shouldn't be trying to squeeze in the Tupac's leather vest. Agreed. <laughs> because the okay. shit looks ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I'm with like, you on that. What the fuck is this? <laughs> His gear's never been good, though. I mean, even when he came out when he first started, and then when he did the thing with Bad Bunny, like his gear just—you just—he's got really thin legs. It looks funny when you wear kick pads. Yeah. Put a pair of boots on, bud. Put the boots to someone's throat. You're 11 feet tall. I always hated that with Edge too. Yeah, the way yeah, he, he has very skinny legs and does the kick pads. Yep, it just doesn't work. It's chunky. I, there's a didn't uh, didn't you wear kick pads? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. look good because I have big calves. 
<laughs> but I know that, but I'm not paying $300 for boots either. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So after the, uh, after the bloodline match, I thought I like one how of the comfortable coolest you are calling me out for my shit. I love it. I, <laughs> you know, that's great. That's the <laughs> new thing, man. All. That's the new thing. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have some kind of, you know, some back and forth here. Um, so I thought one of the coolest segments of the whole show, we had LA night. Now, anybody that, you know, was a fan of TNA knows Eli Drake. And um, that is LA night. I'm not a huge fan of the name. I wasn't. I It's yeah. growing on me. But, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of the name. I can deal with it now. But his whole thing with with um, Bray Wyatt is has been great. I thought he was some dude from NXT or something. Well, he was. See, and that's... But, but that's, that's the problem, too, is, is TNA didn't have the... Just still doesn't have the reach that you're bringing these guys in like him. He wasn't NXT. Right. He wasn't NXT, but... <laughs> You know, you change his name. I like his name. So even if they knew his name, he no longer has that. But you and know, now it's, he's basically just know, like like L.A. Knight is okay, but it's not E. La Drake, dummy. Yeah, right. like it was so. <laughs> he's still yeah, doing the yeah, no. but he's not doing the dummy yeah. Yeah, I wasn't huge on on that either. He, that was one of the things I didn't like about it. It, it is very it's not Austin. Like he was esque. doing like half of Stone Cold's thing. Yeah, it was like yeah. And I was like, hmm. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It, it catches on. It 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 was like an earworm. You hear it, and you immediately thought of him. Well, and the thing, Impact. too, is you know, him doing that in Impact, completely different. You do that in WWE, you're instantly going to be associated with Austin. Right. Because that's, that's, you know, it's WWE. But that's anything. So, like anybody that yeah, does a story, no, anybody that does a pedigree. Like, I agree. But, you know, so it's it's Raw 30. They're obviously it's full of nostalgia. That's the whole the whole point of the show um, was nostalgia. So he calls somebody out, you know, oh, there's all these legends in the back. Nobody's going to come out. There's nothing. Then all of a sudden takers music hits, which is cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Taker. But then all of a sudden that goes away in American badass hits. Yeah, I was popping in my living room. That was pretty awesome. (laughs) You know, I was was just hoping I could go out one more time and then play the Limp Bizkit song. Right, I, I was hoping for Limp Bizkit too. Yeah, same. But you know, and they 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 played it slow too. You know, like let it go. You know, you could see the crowd was like, okay, they like they didn't pop at first when you they first saw it. You get a little bit, but then when they saw the tip of the you know the wheel of that bike come out, fucking place went crazy. Granted, he did you know it did look like he had some troubles with the bike a couple times, but um, dude, it was fucking awesome. You know, he gets out, he looks fucking great. The dude's an awesome. You know, he's looking for his age. It's looking great. You know, he gets out there. Boom. You know, uh, L.A. Knight does his little fucking thing and then heals it up, walks away. Did you did you watch the segment, Chris? Uh, I did not not live, but I I did watch it. Um, I like the interaction between him and Bray. Uh, I feel like it was a proverbial passing of the torch. Um. I don't like how LA consistently is the butt of anything that happens. They make him look like a joke and I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy that. Cause I think he could really be a star. That was sorry. Fantastic. I had to go beat my kid quick. Who's who could be a star. LA. He was saying that LA Knight can be a star and he doesn't like how the WWE always makes a joke out of him. And that's kind of bums me out because I didn't know that. 
and now I'm like, oh, that's how they treat him. That he should go to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> He, he would be a star there. Can, can you imagine the promos between LA Knight and MJF? Holy that would be shit. Really cool. Yeah, but it'd be heel and heel. And I mean, it would be awesome. MJF's yeah, but they got to pick a side. They got to pick a side. Yeah. Bl- technically, Bloodline's a heel too, but everyone in that building threw the one up. Yeah. So, I mean, M- MJF is technically a heel, but well, he's saying like- what everybody else wants to say. Bloodline is is kind of reminding me of like, you know, the Outsiders, NWO, you know, like it, it was, you know, you hate him at first, but now it's cool to fucking love him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. MJF, the same thing. You only hate him when he shits on your city. Now I, I did. When he's shitting on somebody else's city, you're going to laugh. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, I don't know how far we got into that, but um, I had to take my headphones off for a minute. Uh <laughs> You know, so <laughs> where'd you leave off Seas- on that? Seasoned vets. He can cut it. Uh, you literally came back and we were effortlessly talking about, we just kept the conversation going. It was just effortless. Okay. And well, then, you, and then you you're know, like, where are fucking... we? <laughs> Dude, my, my son's fucking sitting there next to me with this giant ball just hitting it off me. I'm like, this. I'm going to fucking hurt him. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Parenthood, bro. All right, yeah. So, you know, so it was an awesome segment. Bray Wyatt came out, LA Knight, boom, into the ring. Uh, Taker grabs him by the throw. Looks like he's going to choke slam him. He throws him into Bray. And then, you know, a really cool Wait, moment there where. He didn't where... throw him. He didn't throw him. He passed him like passed. the torch. He said, Here you go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes, and then, you know, he hits the sister Abigail, and then, you know, a really cool moment where, you know, he kind of walked by him, looked like he gave him that, eye, you know, that, that taker side eye, and then mm-hmm. whispered something into his ear. You got to purge You know, mouth. and it was cool because they made a big deal about that. Yeah, they, they, they made a big deal about that on, like, Twitter and stuff, and he kind of, uh, you know, he was just, like, essentially played it off like, no, that's between us. And I thought that was cool because – you know, he's always been a huge supporter of Bray Wyatt. And, you know, even at times when WWE didn't, you know, support him, I, I read something where after his match at WrestleMania with Taker and Bray Wyatt, that he, you know, when he hugged Vince afterwards, he said, make sure you take care of him. <sighs> that's huge. You know, when you got Taker saying that stuff for you, you're fired. Yeah, that, that's definitely deep, you know. And then, you know, Taker rides up, he hits the fucking. Throws the hand, you know, the the arm up. It was awesome. It's only um, deep if Vince actually ca- actually was like, yeah, sure, I'll take care of him and took care of him. But what's what's deeper is, you know, everything that happened with Vince and now Bray's back, and they have that moment, you know. So it's like, yes, it was it was a roller coaster. There was the up and downs, but he's back now, and he kind of was like, you know, just acknowledged him and. So do you, you think know, that was? But after that, no, was no, no, that no. Taker's way of saying goodbye? You know, because he didn't when he retired. It was during the pandemic, so the fans didn't get to say goodbye. You know what I mean? Maybe, and even but after I, that, he had, I don't know because didn't he say that before that, that he would want his last time ever to be as the American Badass? Didn't he say that somewhere? He did. He uh, did. Yeah, he said that a couple times, a couple different interviews. Yeah. But I don't know. It's WWE, so it's like you know, How much you money? never you never know when it's the end. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like nobody thought Austin would ever wrestle again. 
now he's and probably going to wrestle his year. second match yeah. since retirement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I so mean, it's hey, like, listen, you know, you never know. How many years did Undertaker go only wrestling at Mania? So why can't Austin do that? One month, one sh- one match every 12 months? Why not? I'm fine with it. He's, I'm fine he's with it as old. long as, you know, he looks decent. If it gets to the point like the last couple matches that Taker had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and he finally realized, I don't have it anymore. <clears throat> and if it gets to that point, I don't. It, it's almost it ruins that that legacy that you built. You know, you build this thing right. as this person, and then yep. you come out and you just overstay your welcome, and then Tom that's Brady. what people are going to remember. <laughs> exactly, yeah, hundred percent. We got the Royal Rumble this weekend. I will be heading over to Chris's house after work. Um, Me too. You know, yeah, yeah. To to watch this this wonderful show. Um, now. The Royal Rumble, obviously, it's one of the biggest shows that that WWE does, probably second to only WrestleMania. I mean, it's definitely a fan favorite. Now, has Dynasty, or maybe even, you know, maybe you've been a part of one, but has Dynasty ever booked a kind of like Battle Royal style match? And if so, how is the process of that different? Because it's a lot harder, I'm sure, for you guys when you got to find all these indie guys to come in and then put a match together with, you know, guys that you don't have there all the time. So I've been in several. Um, they're pretty easy, to be honest with you, um, because there's not a whole lot of moves. There's not a whole lot of calling shit. You're, you, your music hits, you go out there, you find a spot, and you work with whoever's in there, and you have a good time. Keep each other safe. It, eventually, when it's your time to go, they'll they'll let you know and do the best you can. You know, fourth wall's been broken, but whatever. They're fun. Um, when booking it, it's not difficult to book one because if if you've ever booked a show in wrestling, everybody and their mother has a friend or I know this guy or, hey, I'm traveling with so-and-so. I think we, we booked a 30-person rumble um, and I think we had like 37 people show up. So we had f- three or four regular matches. Then we went to intermission and the whole second half of the show was a rumble. Um, Tommy Dreamer was in our rumble. Uh, Bobby Fish was in our rumble. That's, That's pretty a, cool. Yeah, a bunch of people that I've never even heard of. <laughs> I still don't know who they are, but they're who, they're on the match card. Who won? Um, I believe it was Bobby Fish, and he got to challenge Makes Tyler sense. Vincent for the championship at the next show. Oh, so that's what set up that the the one match that I saw. I think that was the match that you sent me, Bobby Fish. Yeah, makes sense. We, we had Bobby a couple times. Bobby Bobby was always a class act, but it's not. The only hard part is if you want to have s- stories told in a rumble, which we didn't. We didn't want to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But if you want to have like these two people are the only two left standing, everybody around that time has to know, all right, between 10 and 15 people, you guys need to start getting tossed out so that these two are the yeah. last two in there, you know, so it's on how you book it, but uh, it was fun. Do you I ever get anybody that one? kind of uh, went into business for themselves and uh, maybe stayed a little too long or didn't want to, you know, like, no, not yet, <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> we, yeah. we had one touch hole. Uh, I, so I don't know. 
I don't give times when I do a lot of things I do. I don't do the way that everybody else does when I promote. I don't always tell you a winner. Go out there and you guys figure it out. If there's no story to your match, I'm going to say, go and give me a story. Same thing with a rumble. I'm not giving you a time. These are the last four people I want, which is typical. You know, the last four people, that's where you set up your stories. That's where you set up who's going to do what, set up future rivalries. So I don't give you a time. But I also don't expect you to go in number three and stay until number 27 if there's no reason for you to do that. Um, and I heard a lot of complaints that people tried to throw out <laughs> a certain person and that person never wanted to go, but he didn't feel he was in there as long as he was. I didn't see an issue with it because I wasn't in the ring, so I really don't give a shit. But when like five or six people come up to you like, yeah, I tried to get rid of the so-and-so, but he told me it wasn't his time and he threw me out. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> all right well you let him throw that you doesn't out, so. work for me brother <laughs> the guy kind of looked sounded and called himself fox i don't i don't know if you heard of him <laughs> oh he man. said let him know if, if <laughs> you're about to you're about to have some real heat with this man <laughs> nah he's a good dude he's a, like, listen i my biggest issue is fox loves fox more than anyone else that's it but yeah. hey, listen, like I said, I did not give anyone a time, so he was never in any trouble for it. I just, when you hear a couple of people complain about the same thing, like, I got this asshole cashier, I got this asshole cashier, you start to like, oh, fuck, it's the cashier. But I did not tell him, stay in for five guys and get, go out. So fuck, mm. stay in. You're there. You're getting paid the same amount, regardless how long you're in there. Yeah. So make people remember you. Make moments. Babe, I'm a fucking podcaster. Your man is a, a podcaster. Sounds like it. <laughs> I don't make your life impossible. I make your life amazing. All right, you ready? I'm gonna. I'll call him in yeah, now. Do your thing, bro. I feel like it's jerky boys. You better stand on your word. Yo, Dick, what are you doing? Trying to wait for that link to come through. No, we're not doing a link. We're doing a phone call. You're on right now. Uh, Live and in call. color. <laughs> Hold on, he's yeah, going to intro call. you in a minute. I just want to make yeah. sure you're ready. Well, I'll, I'll introduce myself first. What's up, Fox? I'm Travis, and uh, we got producer Ryan here with us as well. Yo. What up? That's nice. That's nice that you just pointed this. If he could see, I you. said, "Yo, that's a yeah. good just yeah. point." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will. Uh, I'm going to bring you in, and then I'm going to let you two fucking go at it because I I've been waiting for this. Yeah, because you you talk a lot of shit, Chris. <laughs> Stand on. Yeah, that's what I do. All right, guys. So as you know, uh, Mr. Envy, he gets a little uh, spicy on the pot sometimes with his mouth. And uh, he talks a lot of shit. And, you know, <laughs> he, he he made some comments about Fox Vineyard on last week's podcast. And Fox called him out on that shit. So let's welcome to Envy Me Fox Vineyard. The floor is yours, sir. Yo, everything you said what? is true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the biggest piece of shit in professional wrestling. Oh, I haven't said that Let yet. it be known. That's on the next episode. The they call me Duke you, the Dumpster. Did you listen? I listened to the, the shit talk. Wait, are you smoking right now? And the spread. That's about You're it. You're smoking? You're smoking? Smoking what? Oh, well, there's the answer. I'm not smoking. So, what did you have a pretzel rod? Oh, 
sounded like you were exhaling. How much did you no, hear? What did you? How much of it did you listen to? I listened to about the first twelve to fifteen minutes. Out of an hour Skipping and a fifteen-minute-long podcast. Well, yeah, I have, I have things to do than listen to people shit on me. Yeah, but you it's know? so entertaining. You know? If you actually listened to it, it, it wasn't uh, shitting on you as much as I wanted to. Did you listen? Well, I only listened to the first few parts, and then he, he put me over a little bit, and I said, oh, he's a fucking liar. <laughs> so what did I lie you about? You can have the floor, Mr. Envy. What, I, what? No, you're chewing. What did I lie oh, about? <laughs> it's a pretzel. I'm hungry. I spent 10 hours on the road. Well, first of all, you were talking about, let's go back in time to the... Oh, he only wants to work it. He only wants to sell tickets if he works the name. Yes. When in reality, (laughs) that's not true at all. I sell tickets for every show that I'm on that my cat's playing with the thing. So that you're hearing that I'm a part of that. I'm, you want me to sell tickets, but you don't promote me. So why the, why would I, you know, go out of my way to be like, all right, come on, come check it out. Hey, I don't see you on posters. Oh yeah. They don't, they don't care about me here, so why am I going to go out of my way? However, back in 20... When was that show? 2015? 14? Yeah, I think so. 15. That was 15. a minute ago. Now, I I wanted that Dreamer Match show because I believe you wanted to give it to, Dal- to Dalton Castle. And I said, Dalton doesn't, I said, Dalton doesn't need it because he's about to get signed by Ring of Honor. True. And I said... I need it. It will help me and my career. It will help the people around here because what's cooler than, hey, Fox, you're doing stuff around here. We want to see you wrestle. Cool. Who are you wrestling? Oh, this guy. Uh, well, maybe next time. But then you put on like, yo, I'm known. I'm facing Tommy Dreamer, ECW legend, blah, 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 blah. More people want to go. Not just for the fact of like, I'm putting myself over to wrestle a name. It's more of, oh shit, he's really doing something. I'm going to go check it out. Especially when it was that early in um, yeah. my yeah, singles career. Cat like, Park. I mean, looking back at it, yeah, well, it wasn't even, yeah, it was just after that. So, like, looking back on it, it was an awesome opportunity. I'm glad I, uh, you know, had to slide the money to you to do it. <laughs> but like <laughs> like I mean I, I learned a lot and like when you go back and if you go back and watch it and shit like that and it's like uh I mean I don't I've never seen the actual thing. I only see little clips that my uh buddies filmed. And it is you cool know. to see because I can hear my best friend who passed away. I can hear his voice on it. It's, it's fun listening to him yell at Tommy and shit. But like you go back and look at it, I'm just like, ugh. 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 Was it bad? Because I'm still finding who I was. At the no, I mean, not the movements. I've always been good movements. But trying to figure out what I was going to do as a singles person, per se. Oh, okay. Okay. But like, if, it, if it was like, let's, let's, well, yeah, I mean, I, I'll say this to anybody. Anyone who's listening, if I've told you a story before, I'll say it to you again. But like, go back in time and look. I'm like, all right. Firework Fox Vineyard, here we go. Ooh, a fireworks colorful. I'll wear one yellow boot, orange sock, purple sock, white boot. That's colorful. Until later on when I went to 
went to like training and did this with like ROH and they helped me out with like developing what a look could be like, hey, match this, match that, do this, do that, do this. So like fast forward to like when you have, what else did you have? Well, other shows, I didn't ask to be against any names like that. I just said, hey, put me on a poster, give me a graphic to promote. I can't sell anything if they don't see anything. Like, I'm not that fucking good. People are going to be like, yo, we have to go see him. No, no, no. But if they see me wrestling somebody that's someone that they know because it's a casual fan that wants to come to the show. So you know what I mean? Right. right. As for okay. the, the, the Greg Durst shit, you were mad. <laughs> you're mad because you're like, you're like, dude. Still mad about it. You're like, Why, where's the white shirt in the in the blah, blah, blah. Now, yep. that was a communication thing. If I had known that you were like, hey, it's just a one-off, I want you to do that, then I would be like, okay, cool. However, I thought you were like, yo, I want something exclusive to Dynasty. And I was like, here's something exclusive. You will get this character exclusive. There will not be a Greg Durst in any other company but Dynasty. And that's why I was like, I'm going to wear what you know i would wear i guess which was my cut off and the hat and whatever and the match was good with um uh the well, robo at least oh, i know yeah. jora jewel aew fame yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there you go you, yeah you I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with the match yep that's it it's because of your match it's because you wore the red hat during that match and the band it didn't come off which was dismal i don't know how that happened what are it you was, doing I now? mean, it was it was a no one else does it, and it was original this. and exclusive. But then you know, let's we can shit on the drummer. Name's Cadillac Jones. Well, <laughs> 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 shit on anybody. Go to training. He's not gonna listen to this. I feel like I feel like we've He's brought that up to, before. He's not gonna listen to go to training. <laughs> it's true. We've tried that too. But that's all I listen to on the pocket. And then I had stuff to do. Yeah. Well, we should on you this week, too. Yeah? <laughs> What'd you say? What did you say? Don't what fucking say we, Chris. Oh, yeah, because you guys weren't <laughs> that there was for a, it. That was exclusively what? you. The uh, the rumble where you refused to get thrown out. What rumble? The only one we ever had. I don't remember. You mean when you said, yeah. hey, you're going to be the fight? Oh, when you said stay until the end? No, I did not. I said, okay. <laughs> yes, you did. You the were like, truth Yo. comes no, I did out. not. You would go stay into the end. I said, all right, cool. I'll just stay and help and get people out when they need to be. And I'll get out because I'm not winning it. <laughs> you were on that flyer, exactly too. You, exactly with what Tommy you told Dreamer. Me. Stay to the um, end, man. I don't care what you do. Stay to the end. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't remember it that way, but you might of be right. Of course not. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you remember the truth? <laughs> no, I call myself out on a lot of my shortcomings. I just don't remember that because I know I did say I didn't give times. I didn't tell people when to go out. So if he stayed in, oh well, I didn't have a problem with it. No, I don't. The only time I want to stay in a rumble long is if it's going to mean something for me in a storyline that the Booker has planned. Other than that, right. I'm like. I'm just in there to get a few bodies because, one, nobody knows how to do a rumble. They just get in there and they mess around instead of, like, telling and building a story with it. But you did say, yo, just stay to the end. Just whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I just got to get my money. Stay to the end. 
<laughs> that is where it was. Yeah, that's ironic. What was since this is a, a dynasty podcast? What was your favorite match at Dynasty that I've ever had? Well, yeah, it would or be yours. Well, okay, both. Well, in general, I can't tell you because I don't watch it. It's garbage. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> the the match that I think I had the most fun with and that was really good was uh, me versus Action Ortiz. Oh, yeah. It was St. Johnsville, maybe? No. It was out west. It was at some school because the boogeyman was on the show and he got busted Yeah, St. Johnsville. Yep, St. Johnsville. And I don't know if that was the first match in the match series of what we were doing, but even that story that we had going, so for anyone who's listening, Chris always shits on everything, even though he's the one who writes it. But then blames it on me. So it might be true. I don't know. Was that the first? Was that the first match or the second match of the um, story that we were going with? Dude, I don't remember the first match of last night's show. Where you were losing every match. Yeah, but it was oh, like no, there were those. The mat. Well, before we made into a story, um, why? Why? You know, why put them over? Um, we had it was me in action, and the finish was I hit my finish. And then they played music ahead of time. All right, right, yep. Which which caused yep. me to be distracted because I I hate E chords, and um, so then I got beat. And then it was either before or after that was uh, mine and Elite that we had in Amsterdam. I think it was Amsterdam, where the referee counted wrong, and then I ripped everything off the things, destroyed everything. And walked out. But like those were like two good matches. Like I mean, the Action Ortiz one's definitely my favorite because I I was like, hey, what do you want to do? Let's just do stuff. And we killed each other back and forth, back and forth. And we both looked strong at the end of it. But like um, the best part about the one with the when I wrestled Elite in that one match was that you had uh, the Spirit Squad there, or at least Kenny. And he was like, dude, are you all right, man? Like, is, what what they do to you down there? I was like, no, nah, man, it's part of the, we got his, oh, oh, all right. I want you to go t- tell the promoter I was fucking up. But those are my two out of wrestling at Dynasty that were good that I thought, because I had, a, that was, because those were when I knew who I was, on the contrary to what uh, um, the under the sea crab thinks. Oh, Dick. <laughs> dick. <laughs> Since that's uh, his only okay. argument. He doesn't know right. who he is. Here's some dirt. Here, here. Let's let's dig deep. Let's get under the skin of Fox Yulies. How did you feel not being booked on the reunion show? Um, I was fine. Were you mad? Well, I think I was booked somewhere else anyway. Anyway. Yeah, you were. That's not the point. No, I asked. I was like, yo, am I on? You're like, no. I said, all right, cool. <laughs> Bye. Now, Chris, <laughs> Chris, what, what was the reasoning? Because... I when I originally heard that the reunion show was happening, I expected Fox to be on the show. What exactly was the reasoning from your perspective or from you know your side of the story? Why was why didn't you plan on booking him? And if you did, why didn't it ultimately happen? Other than him being, you know, booked somewhere else. Well, I'm, I'm, answer for him. It's because he <laughs> likes to go against the grain. He wants to use me. He wants. To- then he wants that he won't be able to hate himself and be like, oh, I knew I did. That's what he does. 
Go ahead, answer, pal. <laughs> Buddy. Um, all right. So full disclosure, when I think Dynasty, there are a couple main people that I, I think of every single time. I think of Mr. Man every time. I think of Wayno. I think of Mike Verna. Uh, I think of Fox as disgusting as it is to admit that out loud. Um, I do think of Fox and I had fully intended on putting Fox on the show. However, I was not the only one booking this show. Yes, it's my show. Yes, it's my party. I can cry if I want to, but there were other people who did not want to be a part of a show that he was on. And because yeah, I didn't want them. It, Where are they? Who's that? Mr. Man, <laughs> Mr. Man. There were three. And because I, mean, I who, didn't want, because I didn't want this show to have any drama or in any unnecessary stuff like, Oh, I'm not working a show with so-and-so or why are they here? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I don't know because he's talented and puts all his hard work in and helps us out and does everything he can to make sure a show is good and he's selfless about wrestling, but we all hate him for it. Something like that. What? what that's, that's kind of how it went. How, what happened with you and NYCW? Where to begin? <laughs> no, just the end. Just the end. Where to it's end? Like, um, what happened to me in NYCW? Um, well, when wait, Pat let me tell you. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you what I heard, and then you can tell me oh, the yeah. real story. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you the real story. We've been shitting well, on you, fucking asshole. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the real story. I've only heard one side, which is the only side that I've heard. Because people won't tell you the way that I tell you. So I heard well, you were booked in a... anything is that I don't lie or care to say anything that's not true about stuff. So I'm pretty sure you were lied to if I didn't tell you. But go on. It's good. So, it's good. I didn't talk yet. So you were in a triple threat for the championship. And you went into business for yourself rather than the other person going over, you made a schmaz finish and then they didn't know who was going to be the winner, you or Stone. And they ultimately decided to go with Stone. I would have been... <laughs> you want to know the real story now? Yes. We've already shit on that company. Okay. So, back... Rewind real quick to, to bring it up to speed of where it was. NYCW, we had a little stable going on. They put everybody in. Last April, they had me win the title. And then I was supposed to win, um, defend the title two shows and then do my stable in a Survivor Series match and then defend the title again and then drop the title to Trip. And then Trip was going to have a thing with somebody else and whatever. Remember that. So when yeah. the title match came, I got to the show and they're like, yeah. It's Stone's hometown. We're going to put the belt on him. And I said, that makes no sense because you just killed the run that you gave me for an entire year, dominating people and getting the title and having a stable that won every single fucking belt just to lose the next show, killing all credibility that we just spent all this time building that people were invested in. Like, when we won the titles, we had a bashacre for the massacre where we decorated the ring with balloons and confetti and we all wore suits and bow ties and we had a thing. So then the time came for the match and it was like me, Stone, and who the hell was the third person? Someone undeserving. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. 
but yeah, I don't remember you, Denim. No, it was Denim. They were tag part, they're tag champions somewhere else together. So it came to the thing, and it was like the finish was supposed to be. It, it was the the finish was supposed to be stone pinning denim, I think, so that I didn't win or whatever it was. And then I was supposed to win it the next month when they came to my hometown in Waterbury at the Dome. And I was supposed to win it back. That's what I was told. And then I was told, nope, you're going to lose and it's going to be a ladder match. They're going to do two ladder matches where me versus... Uh, trip and omar versus somebody and then they're gonna win contracts and then they're gonna face in the line of match and i was like i have no idea what that means so when it came time for the match i said okay do whatever if he's dropping it have him pin the other guy so we have a story of on the heel hey you didn't pin me for the title when the shit happened in the ring this was all on the owner the promoter the the booker the referee who goes one two Three, two count on shows. Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. But he was trained. So mm. we did something. There was there was a little schmaz at the end. And then I forget what the exact thing was. And like the fans were going nuts because they were all Stones people. Because he his hometown, he owns the, the restaurant in the venue or wherever. And all his people came because he told everyone he's winning the title or whatever. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Don't get heat. So, because, like, we were supposed to lose. I was supposed to lose and then face Stone one-on-one. And I was like, dude, that's going to be awesome. We're going to have a a really dope match. So, at the end of it, there was a big schmaz. And then Jason Stone comes up to me and is like, what should I do? What should I do? In the middle of all the madness, like Montreal. And Mm. I'm like, I don't know. What do you mean? What do you do? I go, you're the booker, not me. What do I do? I said, vacate the title. <laughs> vacate. <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a, a cage match or something awesome and put the thing on next show. I don't know. Vacate. And then I was sitting there and he doesn't know what to do. He's grabbing the mic. He's like, you know what? We're gonna have a show in Water Bleed. And I'm like, I look over at Jimmy Limits, who's in my corner. I said, Yo, I'm just gonna put him over clean in the middle of the ring. Fuck it. That's what I gotta do for Stone to get that, and then we'll get it in the next thing. And I try to tell him to tell Stone that. Didn't do it. Did something else. He hit me. I was like, yo, hit me with a rock bottom. And I let Stone hit me, like, with three finishers. And then um, I was like, hey, I was like, pin me. Put him over clean. Tell, tell that Jason. I was like, put him over. Do, the, do whatever. So then they gave him the – or, like, they didn't know what to do. And then after, like, he's like, well, we're vacating the title. Next show we're having a huge ladder match or whatever it's going to be for the title. I was like, cool. Now we can tell a story. We have something that we can, that's real life. It was like a real thing. People in the place were literally throwing toilet paper in the ring and garbage. Nice. It felt real. And I was like, and I look at Stone, I go, dude, we have him for something. This is awesome. And he's like, yeah. I said, I don't care what the finish is. Like, like we're living, it was live. Like I was feeling it. And then <laughs> we go through the curtain. They're like, nope, you're going to do a, a, a ladder match. He's going to do a ladder match and Trip's going to win the belt. And I think Trip was booking. No heat. And like, um, so then the next thing, the paperwork comes through and it was like, Stone is a champion. We're not dealing with Fox anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yep, that's what I saw. And I'm like, like well, not dealing with me anymore. And then that was a thing because Spore put up a thing saying, New York promoters, you're um, on notice. Yep. Or whatever. Saw that because too. somebody tried to call and cancel 
um, an open house that they were having at the school. And then Stone thought that we were going to, like, hang him or something. So he, he messaged me and said, you're no longer a part of NYCW. I have to keep everybody safe. And for the fans, I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> because I liked the comment. Uh, or I wowed. I used the wow. Like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Right. And yep. yeah, that's what happened. Like, I, <laughs> so everyone's like, I went to um, Stone after. I was like, dude, I was like, I hope you know I didn't do this to screw you out of the thing. Like, you, I wanted you to pin me in the middle. Like, I said yeah. that as an option. I told Jason this, this, and that. He's like, no, there's no way here. He just didn't want to work with Trip at the time or whatever. No, he had my spelling beans. But like, I'm like, dude, I don't, like, I don't give a shit. Like, that my title one has already been killed in the story. But if we have something we can build up and have another thing, cool. Right. Like, he wins it there. Yeah, I went in my hotel. Yeah, and then Babyface fights whoever, whoever, and then February, which would have been like. It was August, so it would have been like four shows. We're back on schedule with Stone taking the belt and running for a year with it. You know, they only wanted to switch it for that one thing because of. Um, actually, I don't. I don't even know why. I think it was just because it was in his hometown. Because Patch was like, "Hey, I just want to do the right thing. It's in his hometown." And like, I was like, "I guess," but that kills the thing that you just wrote for a year. But at least that's what I was told. So maybe right. I'm wrong, but. I was just like, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what do I do? So, you know, I get, I get wanting him to win in his hometown to send everybody home happy. But if you piss everybody off, the next time he gets a shot at that title or a shot at you, they're going to want to see him kick your ass even more. That's why nobody oh, wait, in that, WWE wins what, in their hometown. Well, you just said that's what it was. It was the last time that they were going to be in that building and they wanted to send the building home happy. Like people in the, the crowd. Hey, our last show here, the big baby face morning. We're never coming back to this building. And I said to my to everyone in the ring, I'm like, hey, we're not coming back to the building. We have this big schmaz going. I'm like, Jason, announce that we're never allowed in this building again. Like because of right. this schmaz. <laughs> no, they're yeah. like, no, 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 Could've no, no, different. no, no. Get your Trojans. We're all fucking Fox Vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, that's that's what happened there. Nothing about me. What do I need to put myself over for? Like, I want to do what's best for the company that I'm a member of, the roster. I can't go out and fight myself all the time, no matter how many goddamn characters I play. <laughs> and you do have a lot. Yeah, so, but, yeah, so I can only imagine what the people have been saying of, oh, yeah, he went the business for himself. Man, who said that? Fuck you. Well... If they listen to it, they'll hear it. Maybe they'll message you. Um, they'll have no, they won't because they're all pussies. <laughs> like I said it for years. If you have a problem with me, you want to talk and just be like, "Hey, I heard this on through the grapevine. Remember this telephone game from kindergarten? Just ask me. What the shit? Like, Mister Man, maybe he'll listen to your podcast. I asked him right to his face. Hey, man, do we have beef? Do we have heat Sunday night? He's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, I, every time I'm on your Facebook, you delete me, and we're not friends on there, and then you see me at shows, and you shake my hand, like, hey, buddy, how you been? And then I come on to find out that he doesn't want to go train to school because of me. Because of me? So, I don't, he, I didn't hear. he's your bud. I didn't, but I understand I didn't, he's probably the one who didn't want me on the I didn't hear anything about him. I, there was a reason for him not going to the school, but I didn't hear it was you. I don't don't know that I ever heard a reason. I just know that he was done with them. With all of them. Well, I heard it was because of me, and I'm like, 
because of me. What, when I said, Hey, Mr. Man, do you want to help these guys with a promo during the class that I am teaching? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I guess that's, um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't have any heat or give a shit or have any beef with anybody, even pieces of shit like you who don't book me. Cause you don't want to push me. Sure. If I was on a swing, I wouldn't put, yeah, I don't think you ever paid me. Well, Chris, so I think, um, you know, <laughs> I, I think with all the, the back and forth, there's really only one way to come out of this. And, uh, that you're a dick, you know, Chris. the next dynasty show, uh, yeah. I mean, on top of that, but the next dynasty dynasty show needs to, uh, needs to end with Chris Envy coming out of retirement against Fox. And then you can go out the same way you always do <laughs> on my back. Thanks. On your fucking yeah. back. <laughs> That's Damn why you don't book shows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's banned. No, but we, um, we don't want to take up too much of your time, Fox. But we, you know, we really appreciate you coming on, clearing the air, setting Mr. Envy straight. Um, you know, before, before you head on out of here, you know, what do you have going on and where can people find you? Uh, well, um, wrestling wise, I got here, here, here and there going on. You can just find me all around New England right now. If you want to find me social media, most of it's all at Fox Vineyard. If you want to listen to my band, it's Zoo Green 6, Z-O-O-G-R-E-E-N 6. If you want to go see Ant-Man, I'll be there. If you want to see me at Dynasty in 2026, you know something? 2026 is right around the corner, and I'll be there in the crowd. Only if you sell tickets and have a name on the show. <laughs> that's, right. oh, that's how it goes. I love it. But, you know, I, we appreciate you coming on and uh, clearing the air, and we wish you nothing but the best. What are you, Adele? <laughs> I'm gonna get more heat from this podcast than I've ever had in the wrestling business. <laughs> so uh, let me let me end it with an Eminem style finish. Like I'm just playing, guys. Like you're all awesome. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Yeah. What we do here is talk That's shit. That's not what we Let's do. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys mean a lot to me. You've all been influential in my career. You were mm-hmm. only the cinder blocks to boost me. I mean, hold me down, whatever the saying is. Appreciate, you know, everything everyone's done. And uh, me and Chris Envy tagged Take it in home. Brooklyn, I think, one time. We did, yep. Yep. The Pope and, was uh, on that show. Yeah. And ever since then, I had to uh, carry that guy. <laughs> So for everyone listening, if you ever go on the road with Chris Envy, he will get arrested for not having a license while driving. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the perfect way to end that. That was my introduction (laughs) to Chris Envy. Come on the road with us, guys. Cool. Pulled over. Dog sniffing through the bags. Hey, you don't have a license. Hey, can someone else drive? Yeah, that's (laughs) true. It's definitely true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take it home, Fox. Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
but you see what I mean? He's he's a good dude. He does. No, listen, the, the guy has just, a great voice. He can fucking talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you know, I, I, I don't appreciate this because that's my fucking, I got to be the, the, what, what do they call that? The guy that kind of brings it all together. Arbitrator? <laughs> yeah, sure. Intermediary, was that what they call that? Medi- sure. Mediator. Medi- yeah. All right, guys. So the Royal Rumble is this Saturday. We're not going to do some special segment this week. We are going to do a little preview of the Royal Rumble and give you our our picks of the entire card. There is, it looks like, five matches total. You know, I, I'm sure that there might be something on the pre-show, but fuck the pre-show. We're here for the main card. We'll start off with, uh, with Crispy E over there. Hit give me. us your picks, sir. We got Bianca Belair, the champion, against Alexa Bliss in a singles match for the Raw Women's title. I don't think a Bliss, Bliss uh, can do anything with the title that Bianca can't, so I'm saying Bianca retains. Okay. Next, you got your boy, Roman Reigns. Wait, what's yours, Travis? Kevin Owens. Wait, no, what's Yo, there? aren't we going around? Oh, are we going to... Oh, well, we, yeah, we can do all. We got, you were going to go through every I, I did, match yeah, I, I three times? I was going to, yeah, yeah. No, let's Woo! do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first Listen, day. I, He's going I for am the dealing, director's I'm, cut. I'm pulling like triple duty right now, okay? <laughs> I see that. Yeah, that all right, so my, my pick for that. quadruple duty. <laughs> you damn right. Uh, I'm going with Alexa Bliss. Why? Because I'm not riding the Bianca Belair bandwagon. I, I'm not a fan. Um, not not that I'm not a fan of her work. I just, you know, when I hear her talk, I kind of, she loses me. Um, I'm also a huge mark for Alexa Bliss. That's my girl. Mm. So we're going mm. with Alexa Bliss. Well, you know, to prove that Travis is racist, I'm going to go with Bianca. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, we had other proof. That that's not true, guys. That's not true. <laughs> I got a Puerto Rican friend and a white baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next we got Roman Reigns versus KO Kevin Owens in a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So. I'm guessing this is for both belts. I thought they were going to split the belts, and that was going to be how they would do it. I thought that's what they were um, doing. It doesn't look that way because when they, they put undisputed it. there, that's uh, yeah. that's both belts. Oh. All right, Chris, what do you got? Uh, if there's going to be a schmoz, it's got to happen at this show going into Rumble. Uh, but I don't see Kevin as being the one to take it off of him, so I'm going to say Reigns retains. I'm going to say Reigns as well, but only because both belts are up. If they had only put one belt up, I could see them splitting the belts. I don't see him getting both belts. Going Roman Reigns. I'm going to say the same. Actually. <laughs> same reason. Perfect. Way to, <laughs> Way to be a follower. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute. I don't know, man. I was like, ah. Travis made a good point. He was like, oh, he's putting both of them up. 
So yeah, like like I said, if it was just one, I, I think that's very obvious that you know they're going to split them. But he's he's not losing both belts, especially not going into to WrestleMania. We got Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight up next in a Mountain Dew pitch black match. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Um, well, this is Bray's first televised match since coming back, right? Yeah. Like bell to bell, Bray's going to win. Mm-hmm. And they just made LA look like a punk. Right. No, I I also think Bray Wyatt's going to win for that exact reason. They are not going to, uh, they're not having him. You know, I feel like they fucked that up with The Fiend. You know, I, I felt like he put a lot of people over as The Fiend when he should have been running through people. I yep. don't think Triple H is going to make that same mistake. I'm calling Bray Wyatt. And Ryan? Yeah, it has to be Bray Wyatt. And that's why this fucking company pisses me off and I don't ever watch their full shows. Because it's like, you see how easy it is to go down this shit and be like, yep, this person, yeah, this is probably what's going to happen. And when you watch AEW, right. you can't really do that because you never actually really know what the fuck's going to happen. Fuck these guys, man. Yeah, it's Bray Wyatt. Well, it looks like I'm going to fucking get a shirt anyways because you both went Bianca Belair, so... Because you're mm. racist. Well, you can make your own shirt. Yeah, I'm going to make myself a shirt. This is, I'm racist? Fucking fun. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All right. And then we have the women's Royal Rumble match. Now. Who do you think is going to win? And who do you think is going to be number 30? Well, what's tough with the, the women's Rumble is that there's not that many women. So you're going to see a lot of NXT women. You're going to see um, a lot of, uh, you know, older nostalgia acts. But it's it's not going to be any of them. Chris, what do you got? I think 30 is going to be Naomi. And I think Charlotte's going to win. Is Charlotte in the match? She's the champ. She is? She's the uh, SmackDown <laughs> champ. Oh, that's right. So not Charlotte. <laughs> not Charlotte. Uh, well, um, I want to go with Bailey, but I don't think it's her time because she's not feuding with. Who's Charlotte feuding with right now? Uh, she's. Uh, is she still going back and forth with Liv Morgan? I know Ronda. Uh, she beat Ronda for the belt, but I don't quite know what's. I don't watch SmackDown. Um, I don't get Fox. I don't get Fox. Sorry. Did um, uh. Who did Trish fight last year? Was that Bailey? I mean, Becky. Yes, when it she was. came back, it was against Becky. It was. I'm leaning towards saying Trish. Um, you think Trish is gonna win it? Is she yeah. in it? So her and Charlotte can be a bold Mania. pick. I I think Trish should probably be in it. They have to, man. They don't have. It's not like the men's roster where they, you know, they can pull thirty people easily. And I don't know anybody else new or that would be returning. I mean, obviously, Sasha would get a huge pop, but she just signed with New Japan. I mean, granted, it's yeah, only a three-match deal. Yeah, Vince but Vince isn't think, in charge anymore. I think if Naomi is 30, if Naomi comes out at, at 30, she wins. I don't think she's a big enough star I, in the eyes of WWE. Then why would they bring her I'm going to say I do agree. I do agree, Naomi 30. I think Liv Morgan's going to win. Really? I don't think she had yep. a very good title run. I, think, I I still think that, you know, she's over enough and they they use that her story, you know. It's all about that she's that underdog. And I feel like they're going to still ride with that. 
I think Charlotte should enter herself and win just so she doesn't have to fight anybody at WrestleMania because no one's on her level. I mean, I, Rhea is yeah. Rhea. In I'm it? going for that no, thirty Rhea's to one. Kinda... Rhea, the... Rhea, Rhea is. I'm is going for that thirty it. to yes. one curveball that's going to really clinch that win for me. So I'm going number thirty, Molly Holly, winner. <laughs> <laughs> Forever too soon. Wow, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> wow, AJ Lee. That is interesting. I don't see her. I mean, honestly, I I do see see she a owns, scenario she, where she could be in it. She's not winning. She owns. She owns her own. She wouldn't come back. She doesn't. She own Shine or Shimmer, one of those two now. Or no, uh, women of wrestling. She owns. I don't know. Something. She owns some women. Yeah. So it's not stop, her. Stop playing with your fucking mic stand. Why can you hear it? <laughs> Yo, bad. <laughs> oh. I think, Naomi's, I, I, did, think, I, I think did. Naomi's going to win, and number 30 is going to be like a legend that Naomi ends up eliminating. Mickey James. No, like a... Uh, yeah, she was in it last no, year. No, she... Like, yeah, but... And she's on this she fi- just, last rodeo? She won that retirement match in Impact, so she's still... Like Jacqueline or something. Yeah. yeah. She won the championship against Jordan Grace. I was going to say, I feel like they're... Even with the women, they're running out of you know older female acts they every year it's the same ones you get your yeah, kelly well, kelly's your tori wilson's go. your you know what fucking well a lot of them never could true true different time you know and that's the problem you have ones that could as in molly holly jacqueline trish lita. uh mickey james lita other than that victoria you, you don't i you know i could see a i think alundra 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 blaze will be in it Given the fact that she was back for Raw okay. 30, I could see that. Um, I don't think she'll be number 30. I don't think she's definitely not winning it, but I could see her in it. I think the only so I think Naomi at 30 and winning is the only thing that makes sense to me. So that's my choice. Chris, what's your winner? Who's your winner? Uh, I'm going to go with Trish. Trish Stratus. And I'm going Liv Morgan. All right, men's. Who's your 30? Men's Royal Rumble match. Who, my 30? Yeah. Naomi. Naomi 30, okay. Liv Morgan wins. Um, for the men, the men's Royal Rumble match. Who you got, Chris? Although, what what about what a story? Sorry, I'll, I'll make this short. What a story if Naomi wins and joins the Bloodline with the gold. Oh, that'd be fire! Right? I could I could see it happening. Jay's wife. There's no female but there. They they have been talking about adding a female, and I think that makes sense. I could also see Nia Jax oh, coming no. back in the Rumble, God, but I don't, don't foresee say her stuff winning. Like that out loud, and then it'll happen. <laughs> Yeah, I love it, her. It's been too late. You, this podcast right, way off rails. <sighs> That's your it's, fucking fault, and your even your uh, your constant fucking technical difficulties. True, this is true. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Let's bring it home. Men's Royal Rumble match. Who you got? Who's number thirty? Who's winning? Um, um, well, Cody's got to win. I still don't think that's the right story, but. Cody's got to win. And 30 is probably going to be Cody, although they already announced that he was going to be in it, so 30 is going to be The Rock. But Cody wins. I'm going to say... I think Cardona's coming back in the Rumble as Cardona. I don't think he's going to be number 30, but I just want to put that out there because I'm very excited for that. Um, (laughs) uh, I think number 30... I'm not going Rock because I don't think Rock's going to be a part of WrestleMania. I know they've they've hyped it up. I don't think it's going to happen. I 
I am going to go nostalgic act, though. Uh, I'm going to go Austin. I'm going to go Cody winning. Hmm. Austin in a rumble. He won three of them. This is true. I'm going to say number 30 is Sami Zayn, and Austin wins hmm. the rumble. Oh. Wait, them Austin Theory? <laughs> They they have been they have been talking about it. Apparently WWE is throwing trying to throw a ton of fucking money at Stone Cold two phase reigns. I'm and that's what makes me think that the rock thing fell through and that he will not be a part of the rumble. Hmm. I like the Cardona a lot. But that's I for would, marks like us. He's not winning. Yes. No. I'm pumped for that. If if he if he comes back and he comes out to fucking radio and he's Zack Ryder. I'll be happy that he's oh. back, but not nearly as happy as if he brought. I won't be. Came back if he's as Zach Ryder. He cannot be Zach Ryder again. It'll no, negate everything no, he did the last three he's years. He's instantly exactly. Out. I'm with you on that. All right, so we got our picks. You locked, locked them down. In, they're written down in pen. They're written in in pen. Guys, you know Saturday night. Sit back, enjoy one of the best shows of the year. Hopefully, hopefully, you know it's it's Maybe. always yeah. one of the most entertaining. Uh. I will be with this fuck nut watching some rumble. So as always, let's clean house a little bit. Make sure you go to our websites, mvmepodcast.com. That's where you can find all of our links to get the podcast. you can also find our YouTube channel there. We will be updating that shortly. Just go to videos, go down. They're all there. Please rate us, review us five stars, baby, five stars. We need it. We love it. We appreciate it. And, It helps more than you would ever know. Thank you so much for listening right here on Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life.